Welcome to the Real Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Lambert. In an hour when deception and apostasy is rampant on earth, the need for proclaiming the real truth has never been more desperate. Jesus prophesied, an hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people, the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Proclaiming the real truth of the written and rhema prophetic word of God that he is revealing in this hour concerning the church Jesus is building is our goal affecting real change in the hearts and minds of believers in Christ in order to fulfill the purposes and plans of God is our purpose.
study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, says the Lord in Scripture. Ephesians 4 Bible College offers 300 cutting-edge, customized, online degree and certificate programs to help you meet that biblical exhortation. Competitive, affordable, pay-as-you-go tuition rates. Learn more at Ephesians4.net.
enjoying this podcast? Please take a minute to pray if the Lord would have you help us with the substantial financial burden of this program. We receive no grants or funding from any organization or government agency and have no other means of support than the gracious and generous giving of our listeners. SLM Inc. bears the entire burden. In about 30 seconds, you can donate at paypal.me forward slash SLM Inc. Again, that's paypal.me forward slash S-L-M-I-N-C to give any amount. Thank you for your gifts, generosity, and graciousness. Then next, the message. Jesus said he sent to preach the gospel. The message of God is the gospel of good news. It's the good news. It's not the bad news. It's the good news. It's the good news that Jesus has come to bring us salvation. That means wholeness. Because the word in the Greek is sozo, which means to be made whole. See, we're not whole until we come to Jesus. And it's the gospel of sanctification, which means holiness. It's the gospel of healing and health, which means wholeness. It's the gospel of deliverance, which means devillessness. You won't find that word in Webster, but I'm in the spirit, it exists. Deliverance, devillessness. It means the gospel of redemption, which means complete. He came to make us complete. In Christ Jesus, the Bible says you're complete. I like that, don't you? What I like about complete is it can't be improved upon. Complete is complete. You can't get any better than complete. And in Christ Jesus, you're complete. It's the gospel of good news. It's the gospel of peace, prosperity, purpose, and eternal destiny. Aren't you glad we're not just existing? But aren't you glad that we have an eternal destiny? God has a purpose for every person's life in this world. There's a purpose. You just haven't plugged into it yet, maybe. But God has a purpose. It's far beyond even your job. Thank God for your job. But really, that's just a means to an end. Your job is not the, is not the whole Bailey world. Some of you are married to your job. But you need to quit. You need to get married to Jesus. You need to get turned on to Jesus. You need to make Jesus your career. 
And your job just needs to be the means by which you pay the bills and continue to live in life so that you can get closer to Jesus. So that you can do more for Jesus. You've got to have a reason for existing beyond you. And that's why you're not happy. That's why people aren't happy. Happiness comes from being divinely driven by something beyond yourself. It's the message of goodness. Finally, we get to the mission. Jesus' mission, which is his ministry. And that is, he says here, he, and I won't be able to preach on all these, but I'll just tell you what they are. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives. And that right there is speaking of release, to proclaim release to the captives. Then he said, and recovery of sight to the blind. Jesus is telling his ministry right here in a nutshell. And recovery of sight to the blind. I know it says recovery there, but literally in the Greek it means to bring sight to the blind. In other words, he's not just talking about in the physical. He's speaking about something far beyond that. Not just giving sight to those that are blind, because that wouldn't apply to all that many people on this planet. But really he's saying, I have come to give revelation. About God to people who have never really beheld Him. Jesus is the revelation of who God is. He's a healing God. He's a delivering God. So He came to bring His revelation. Thirdly, He said He came to set the captives free. That means recovery. Set the captives free. What's a captive? A person that's bound by something. What's that talking about? And it says, set free those that are downtrodden, uh, in one translation. Another translation says the oppressed. The Bible talks about, it says in Acts uh, 10.38, You know of Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. All those who were oppressed of the devil. All oppression comes from the devil. All oppression comes from the devil. Ultimately, it's from the devil. Whatever kind of oppression it is, sickness in your body, mental problems, Stresses of life, vicissitudes, all kinds of trials, temptations, troubles, all kinds of, all oppression. Goes right back to the devil. Once you know God didn't do it. God sometimes, and truly really not God, God has just created this world in such a way that if we don't follow certain principles, then we will leave ourselves open to the attack of the enemy. But all oppression originates from the devil, and it says that he has sent he has been sent to bring recovery from that. Finally, it says he has come to bring reconciliation. This is what's talking about to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. That is the day, the time, the hour, the age in which God is bringing reconciliation. And God is now bringing in this age, we call it the age of grace, we call it the age of the church. God is bringing reconciliation in this last hour. If you're here tonight, you don't have the relationship you know you need to have with God, you can have that tonight. You came with a friend that had been telling you about God, or you came here, uh, someone told you about the meeting, and you, you know tonight, you know tonight, you do not have the relationship with God that I'm talking about here tonight. Well, friend, Jesus came to give you that relationship. He isn't here to condemn you. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And you can come to a place of reconciliation. You've been fighting God. 
Your biggest enemy has really been God. This reconciliation means forgiveness of sin. All of us have been sinners. And God has come to bring reconciliation. That we can have forgiveness of sin. Say, my sins have been so great. I know that you can be forgiven. There's not a sin that God will not forgive. There's not a sin that God will not forgive. Next, He has come. The result of this reconciliation is to bring fellowship with God. Think of it. You'll be in fellowship with God Almighty. Thirdly, He's come to bring, to give you a Father. Some of you in this room, you didn't know your Father. Or some of you might as well not have known your Father. We have a a dearth of fatherhood today. It's one of our biggest problems. We don't, we, 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 we don't have enough fathers that are really being fathers. Oh, we got some people that have had children. We have a dearth in the land of real fathers. You understand what it means to be a father. But I want you to know, regardless of what your situation, there's someone in here, maybe you were molested by your father. But I want you to know tonight that you have a heavenly father. He has not come to bruise you, to mistreat you in any way. He's come to give you life. He's come to give you peace. He's come to give you joy. He's come to give you goodness. Think on that. I mean real goodness. Fourthly, He's come to give you a family. You'll no longer be alone, but you'll be adopted into the family of God. You'll have brothers and sisters in this family of God who love you. You don't have to stand alone in life. You can have a family. Finally, friend, reconciliation from God means that you will have a future. A future in Jesus. A future far beyond anything that you could have ever imagined. Jesus has come to give this to us, and I want you to understand that His ministry is ongoing. This is the ministry of Jesus. Everyone in this room here tonight needs to understand it. This is why Jesus exists. This is why He came. And He wants to continue that ministry in our lives. He's still moving the same way that He did 2,000 years ago. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Real Truth. I'm Stephen Lambert. Please subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends, and visit realtruthradio.com to join our mailing list. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of The Real Truth. Until then, this is Stephen Lambert reminding you that with God, all things are possible, and all things work together for good to them who love God and are called according to His purpose.